What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Undialed TV podcast. Today, we have a very, very special guest. Um, I'm going to have this special guest introduce himself. Who are you, sir? My name is Chris Ferris. Thank you so much for having me a part of the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. Chris, we've been friends for so long, and it's long just it's so cool to have you on this podcast. We've been on District together. We've traveled yes. the world together. We've done so many sick things, and I'm so happy to have you here, but... What the heck are you doing in Arizona? Dude, okay, so you're you're totally right, man. We go way back. So, uh, yeah, Will and I actually, I think, took uh, our my first overseas trip was with you, right? Street yeah, Fest, yeah. I think. Uh, was that 2016? 2016, 17, something like that? Something. Yeah, I that forget. was when that was when Richard won every single. Yeah, yeah. Well, he won it like every year. Every year, yeah. He, won, he would win King of Kings every year, and there was there was one year where no one else on the district team even helped with the scores. It was just Richard. Richard won won the yeah, highest score. In that was uh, that was when Nitro Circus sponsored it. And yes, he, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and then the year before that, he did the same thing because I wasn't at the Nitro Circus one. I was uh, for, caught up in California for some reason. I forget, Got you. I wasn't able to make it out there, but yeah. So Will and I go way back. We've been doing this forever. So for real. Um, I was a part of it all way before all this, way before this whole thing took yeah, off. Yeah, so. for real. Do we? I remember going to your house when I still like lived in my parents' house, yep. and you coming up to the you, bay. Me going to yours yep, as well. Yep. By the way, for anyone that wants to know, Will's house looks like it was built in 2050. Yeah, it's like this futuristic, it was, super cool. I think it was built in 1950. Yeah, see, that doesn't make any sense. How did they have that tech? It, it was so. crazy. Like the 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 house that like my parents live in is just like this crazy architectural design that is really specific to like the Bay Area, and it's like this really sought after house. So like when they moved to the Bay Area, like when my family moved there, my dad was like, "We have to get this house, or we're not moving we're not there." Moving here, huh? Then they got the house, so like that we moved. But they, well, it's definitely got some taste. <laughs> that's for sure. So, uh, so how are you liking Arizona? What's dude, the- Arizona's cool. I've thought about moving here a few times. It's a little hot. For it is hot a here. Portion of the year, for you know, real. which I don't really mind to be honest. Heat's actually pretty good, especially like when you're tra- like when you're riding and you're like training for a contest or something. It's actually good to be in hot weather. Oh yeah, because when you go to another place where it's nice, it's like you you have like an edge against oh, other no. people because you're so much more mentally like strong. Exactly. I feel like what, yeah. that's what the heat does is because. I feel like regardless of who's riding, you get a little bit delusional. Yeah. And and like if you can like work past that delusionalness, then then for sure, like you'll have such a stronger and sharper mind going into any other setting. Oh, yeah. It's for it's, sure. No, like anything you any prep work, you know, for real. And that's why some people will do like those oxygen masks, you know, that put it at a higher elevation. So their lungs aren't able to have. Or they're pushing their body at the same level, but their lungs aren't getting enough, as much oxygen. So that when you do go out for real, yeah. and do it, you know, your lungs are acclimated. Have so. you ever thought about moving to Colorado? I've Okay, not for this reason. I want to move to Colorado because <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I want to move there. But as, now that I'm thinking about it too, those are high elevations over there too. Because that's where they have the Olympic Training Center. To, Is it really? Yeah, they have it in Colorado Springs where it's even higher elevation than Makes Denver. Sense. And that they have this huge facility there that has like swimming pools, weightlifting. I used to go there during like my summer camp, no way. YMCA trips, um, and we used to just like walk around and tour it. But like they train there for dude, real. That sounds miserable, I, doesn't it? Like training in that. Oh, dude, I my think it's like six and, a half, six and a half thousand feet up. Or That's something ridiculous. Like. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Those masks, I don't even think will get you to that high of an elevation. Like as far as like what it, what it looks to. And then you go to sea level and you just have like the biggest lungs in the entire dude, world. You're unstoppable. <laughs> you go under the water. You're like, wait, am I aquatic? Am I yeah. Aquaman? For real. But yeah, dude, I like Arizona. I yeah. think it's cool. Um, to answer your question, I'm out here for a contest that's uh, being thrown from United Scoot. Got you. They're doing um, what they can right now. You know, I mean, obviously, as we all know, there's not much that can be done with everything that's going on. Have they been right doing now. other contests? Because I know they did the one at Premises in Tucson, but have they been doing other ones since was... COVID? Yeah, yeah, since COVID. They've done a few online challenge type things, gotcha. which I think is really cool. They they had some like pros, like they had uh, Jesse Carter, Dylan Morrison, Cody Flom, like a couple of the bigger pro names do. Yeah like virtual contest judging styles you know like they had like a best flat trick or best trick in your house or something just just like fun games to keep the kids and kids interacted yeah um but this is the first i believe this is the first real in-person traditional contest they've thrown since since covid this is like this is one of the only ones I feel like that that has happened, like period. If not, if not the only. I, oh, Barcelona, I think did one. Bar- yeah, yeah, Barcelona, but in the United States at least, like oh, yeah. there's been no, like there's been events here and there and a few street jams, but there hasn't been any like comps. No, nothing like real. Because a street jam, you can get away with it because there's yeah, yeah. chaos. Everyone's just doing their own thing. But when you have an organization that's trying to structure it 
you can imagine the city's going to be a lot more yeah. inclined to, to set regulations and such. Did it feel good to be like around the the competition energy oh. while you were at the at, at the event? Because I know Dude. like. If anyone doesn't know Chris Ferris, like Dude. this is this man right here is probably the most dedicated competition rider in the entire world. I and, enjoy it. And and like I know you thrive off that energy. I know you love it. And so like to be around that energy again, did it did it spark something up? Yeah, dude, of course it did, man. That's my favorite part of a con you know this. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part of a contest. When I was younger, it was all about placings and and statistics and things like yeah, that yeah. But that's a younger mindset you know you, you get to the point eventually where you start appreciating the like you say energy in the crowd yeah. how the that the um crowd responds to you like f so for this contest i wasn't competing i was on the microphone right yeah yeah i was doing MCing, so you get to have like this really direct you know like what do people think of what i have to say yeah if i mess up are people going to call me out on it? are they going to say yo chris you're full of shit shut up you know stop talking about that trick we don't want to hear about that you know yeah yeah so it just kind of like you get to get all these like um uh, per, uh like personal uh approaches of, of to how i'm handling things you know and that's what i care about and that's what a contest is you get to have the opinion of this entire crowd you know you land your whole run what happens everyone starts yelling right yeah yeah you, yeah you fall halfway through your run you land your face what happens everyone starts clapping <laughs> yeah those two the two differences between these huge differences you know but the True. crowd's still there and uh yeah dude to be back inside the mix of it felt amazing it felt really good very dude, reassuring dude i can only imagine tell me more about this the the, the mindset you, you you talked about just a second ago how there was like an earlier mindset where it was more about numbers and stuff and yeah. now you, now you have this new mindset tell me tell me about that mindset i really want to hear well, about it I, yeah i feel like you think about that mindset a and lot. i know you do too so i think yeah, we're gonna yeah. be able to find some find some common ground here um I, I pretty much believe that to be i think that what separates the two is is time man you you you're a kid and so what you're trying to do is you're trying to validate yourself you're yeah, trying to yeah. you, you're not you don't have a career you don't have a job you're still pushing to make a name for yourself in the sport in, the, yeah. in our sport so you're more trying to represent yourself and so as a, from a kid's perspective they're thinking i gotta be first or i gotta do this video or i gotta do that whatever that thing is that's gonna get the crowd or, or like you know the crowd for instance yeah, yeah, doing yeah. online it's a different crowd but to get those people to notice you and to make you where you want to go, right? So my whole mindset when I was younger was win, win the contest. Win. But what I realized really quickly, and I didn't want to, didn't want to convince or, or like um, actually uh, tell myself that I, that I was doing this. But what I what I was doing was I was validating myself. Got I was you. trying to get validation from other people to to make myself think that I was doing that. I was treating like like my body, like I was treating my body healthy and my mind that I was yeah. if oh so if you think that I'm first place then that means that I must be I must yeah, have it all together. Yeah, I know exactly. You know what I'm you, saying? Exactly. But it's not it's they're they're thinking that about me. And I'm so I'm so what I was doing is I was basing my like personal uh health and well-being off of how other people felt about me. Mm -hmm. And then you get some years and you you go through some experiences, you crash in in your runs and you so, get last and first. I really want to hear about that. Um and and I was actually there for a lot of I feel like a lot of those experiences. I remember one year you, you the spine like fucked you up yes. twice in a row yes, yes. twice in a row barcelona and, and then that happened and then the world's right after you fell in your run i'm pretty sure yes like tell me like what like what did those do to you because i know those must have been like really like hard moments yeah, at yeah. the time like what what did what did that do to your persona and your mental and like how have you grown from that well, I think that's a great, I think that's an amazing question. And uh, you know the you know the saying, uh, three steps forward, one step back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what that, because that one knocked me back. That one knocked me back a few steps because I broke my shin on the spine. Yeah. I fractured my shin. Then I went and swam the Mediterranean Sea right after that, got a stage three staph infection. What? A week later. I didn't even know so, that. So yeah, so, I, so a week later <laughs> I show up to Woodward Tahoe and I hit the same shin spot that I, no. that I hit. And I didn't know that I had a, that I had a hairline fracture. And uh, it just starts swelling up. I don't know what happened, whether there was some chemical from the Mediterranean huh. or from the lake at, at Tahoe. Yeah, yeah. Something got in there, and my leg just swelled up to a balloon. Had to go to the ER. Was there for three days, what? just getting pumped with uh, steroids and antibiotics, and and you know, you know, their what they would use to to, to fix this problem. And uh, so, so to answer your question. What that did to me was it was really self-damaging. Like it really damaged my mental state and where I was at emotionally and things. Mm -hmm. And and that's a huge, uh, actually a huge like kick in the ass to realize what I'm talking about as far as, you know, you, you get a couple of these experiences and you realize that putting your, like how I feel about myself, putting that on a contest or on a, 
one minute run like really yeah like the way i treat the person behind the cash register is more of an insight insightful uh interaction to see who i am than that one minute run is yeah you know, that yeah. one minute runs nothing compared to what so many other things in life are doing that's you know? so true yeah but i'm basing my whole thing off of oh if i win that run then i'm then i'm going to heaven you know it's like that's like the gateway and then after that gateway it's happiness and everything oh, is oh, easy right. see yeah. but all the lies yeah oh, it's yeah. such a lie so and i you know what's so interesting is i think I, i'm so fascinated with patterns and i feel like patterns show up all the time and i feel like that's such a similar pattern that kids fall into with instagram views oh wow is, and and, and be, the reason I say that is because if, if the kid thinks if I get 10,000 views on this video, then I'll then I'll be and that same thing, that yep. same doorway that you thought you needed to exactly. go through. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, sir. And it's it's that same game. Yep. And when you're not and you when you're not at the top of the numbers, because I play this game sometimes, like when I'm not at the top of the numbers mm-hmm. compared to the other scooter riders or whoever, yeah. like I feel like. Like they're experiencing some sort of pleasure or happiness that I won't be able to have yeah, unless yeah. I my numbers are better than and, theirs. Okay, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, or, I get you. Or equal, or because then you'll be good. Because then I'll be then good. You'll be all right. Exactly, and it's Dude, it's so such a corruptive, like a uh, toxic, you know, bad. <laughs> of, I'm sure. I was gonna ask. I'm sure when you were starting this whole thing, yeah. right? I'm sure you had a lot more of that. Probably, oh, yeah. right? Because oh, you yeah. were on the grind. You were trying to raise the numbers. You were trying to do what it took to to make a brand that can now do this. Like, yeah. talk about real scooter content and talk about what can be done. What's well, the next phase? That's that's honestly interesting because I feel like when we started this podcast, the whole podcast was kind of um, was based off of the lit logo in 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 a, in a way. It's a it follows the same pattern as the lit logo, and 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 I feel like it's a pattern that potentially me and Clayton kind of lost sight of a little bit. And it's, if anything, I feel like this podcast is the most undialed thing that possible. And, and let me just explain the relationship to the, Please, lit, yeah. to the lit logo and the podcast. So when, when Clayton and I created the lit logo, um, I was actually the one who drew it. And when I drew it, I drew it as kind of a joke. But the whole reason that I, that I drew the, lo- the lit logo and not just some logo that said undialed, the reason I drew the lit logo is because I wanted it to be a logo because I thought it was cool. I thought it was like it was a statement. Mm-hmm. It was it was authentic and 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 then once I finished the logo I realized like like this is like a piece of undialed but like also this is just a this is a this is a statement. This isn't a brand logo per se. This is a statement and this is a statement that if you like undialed or not, or if you just have ever picked up a scooter, regardless, you, the first thing you think about when you see the lit logo, if you scooter, you're probably undialed. But if you don't scooter, it reminds you of the the, the excitement that scootering yeah. could bring. Dude, that, I and, feel it when I look at it, for and, sure. And, and it's just like there's this excitement or just like this level of energy that's inside of that logo. Yeah. And I and and when I when we when we created the podcast, it like we I, I felt like we needed to display that energy that's behind the lit logo in some sort of way. And I feel like the most authentic way to do that is by posting scootering, which we do on the Undialed page, but also get really in-depth conversations and and stories about what creates those scooter tricks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And I feel like there's this common phrase that gets tossed around a lot in scootering. And I think it's 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 scooter industry versus scooter community. And I don't, okay. I don't think we can ever get it twisted with... The scooter community made the scooter industry. And the scooter industry is the collection of brands. The scooter community is the collection of people. Yeah, okay. You know sure. what I mean? No, no, yeah, definitely. And 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 I really I really want to put focus on the collection of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I oh, feel absolutely. like and I feel like when when the people get put on and when the when the people like really start voicing their opinions and and we start working together and start building this community up, we can really start to legitimize this entire thing. So I don't know. That was a really long explanation. No, no, I'm with you all the but, way. Thank you, honestly, but, for taking that time to say but that. But like, yeah, that that was the whole idea of these podcasts. So basically, it's like I just want writers to like, like unleash get, their get back to the source. Right? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like really find out like why they love scootering, um, and and from there, how can we build this amazing community? Because this this shit's so young, it is. dude. It is. This is so young. Like scootering is so young, yeah. and we have 
we are we are literally playing with play-doh right now and how we mold this play-doh that's how it's going to be so we we might as well all group together we might as well have a place that we that everyone can listen to like other people's opinions and we can all kind of form one straight path because that's a problem in scootering and that's a problem in scootering is because we we aren't all trying we, i think we all have the same same end goal i think everyone in scootering genuinely wants scootering to be amazing in the public eye mm. and like be this great thing but we all ha- we're all going different ways yeah. of trying to get there and if we could all just band together and go there like as a unit like we'd be unstoppable imagine you know what i'm trying to say and yeah. like i feel like you've experienced a lot of these weird strains that pop around from scootering that of people trying to do things but like not really like like, but going against other people or like just yeah, doing yeah. things in weird ways. And it's like, it's like, I feel like if, if there was just like a thing that people could listen to mm-hmm. where they could hear other people's opinions, it would just connect neurons that needed to be connected. So that way, like beautiful things could happen. No, I, I absolutely <laughs> get you on that. I respect it so much because you're basically saying get to the source. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to say, say you're a, a, an event holder or a, you know, like you own a venue, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And someone wants to come host a contest. If you're not going to listen to the writers on how the contest should be done, you're not going to get a great contest. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. You have these corporate people. You have, you said industry versus community, right? You got it's these so industry- interesting because they, they get flipped around so much. Yes, yes. It's like you hear people talk about the scooter industry, scooter community, but it's it's almost like they're saying the they, same yes. thing, but it's not they don't the same realize, thing. They don't realize the importance, man. A lot of these, a lot of these industrial figureheads are out here thinking that they know what the what the sport needs and what it feels like to ride a scooter professionally and things yeah. like that. But really, no, dude, you gotta you gotta get that intel or that information from the riders, from the community, from exactly. the people that are, you know actually going through the problems. Do you know what's so interesting is Trendkill posted this thing on their Instagram called Industry Insight, and it was this interview with this with this person. I mean, no disrespect against it, Trendkill or the person that they interviewed, mm-hmm. but I thought it was interesting. I just thought about it. Industry Insight. I was like, this isn't Industry Insight. This is Community Insight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I get you on that. Like Industry Insight would be like Proto Scooters. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? That, that, sure, industry. Yeah, yeah. But it's like when you're talking to a person, it's like, yo, that's that's community. That like, is community. That, at that's that one point. of our brothers right there. Yeah, like. dude. If you walk into the office and you're down <laughs> at the corporate chain and they're like, yeah. these are our books. Yeah, now we're getting industrial with it. But yeah, yeah. If you're talking like this, this is community right this here. This is community. That's what we're building right now. So, so let me let me segue into into the competition series this year. We were talking about it just a second ago mm-hmm. where we were talking about you're out here for like basically the only scooter contest that's yeah, in the United States. Pretty much. But what has ScooterCom has been looking like for the United States? Like I know they've been doing some video stuff, but like, yeah. like what has that been like doing virtual contests? It's been a little tricky. Um, I mean, we'll start from, we'll start from the ground up. So we've got ScootFest. You yeah, know, we got that's Scoot Fest and Action Space. Action Space. Those are the two pretty much big contests that are happening right now. They're not traditional. They're not the traditional com- competition style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's but, start with Scoot Fest. Okay, so, so Scoot Fest, um, I'll, I'll try and get into this pretty quickly, but uh, there's a lot of stuff surrounding this year. Let's just talk year's. about like Scoot Fest in the past for a second. Mm-hmm. So like, what did Scoot Fest look like last year? It was a lot more... Because uh, wasn't that the Action Space one, like the one that was yes. together? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't. I I think Action Space was sponsoring it last year as well. Yeah, I, I believe so. Because that was the one that you won, right? Mm-hmm. That was 2019. Yeah, yeah. So yes, tell me Action about Space that was one. involved. So that you wouldn't even be able to really tell a huge difference between that contest and other contests. Yeah, you know? yeah, I yeah. Mean, as the community knows, and and everybody else is that when you host a contest, it's not going to differ much from any of the other contests. You exactly. might have different parameters, different regulations, different judges, filmers. Bob might change the the end result, but Ultimately, they're all the same. You get two two one minute runs, and the best of the one minute runs wins. Yeah. But you know, all of a sudden, you get faced with these crazy world pandemic things that yeah, you don't yeah. have a choice for, right? And yeah, so now yeah. the parameters of the contest now have to compromise to, mm-hmm. to fit these all oh, one tenth of the occupancy of the venue, and everyone has to be uh, uh, temperature checked and masks during your run in some countries and states and. Like, there's a lot, as you can imagine, there's a lot that's going into it. I mean, fortunately, at least on one side of it, fortunately, we have the internet. We Mm -hmm. we have the technology to make these things happen. But they're, I feel like they're really tricky for like the riders. They're tricky for the audience compared to what they're used to. Yes. Oh God. Yes. It's the, it's a total different game for us. And some of us, like, you're going to understand this a lot more than I might, you know, you've grown up around cameras. You've grown up in the, in the, uh, I don't want to say content world, but oh, video, videography world. You <laughs> yeah, know? I've been in the media yeah. world. You know what looks good. You know what tricks to choose. You know how to film them. You know what song to use. You yeah, know? yeah, for and sure. And that's what matters in this contest, you know? 
mm-hmm. as opposed to last year where it's like you show up, you compete for two runs, and you're done. You know, it's not this two-week yeah, everyday thing. Yeah, it's not like... It's so funny. It's like when there's video contests, let's just, specifically Scoop Fest. Let's just mm-hmm. talk about... So, like, the the format that they had this year, what was the format? Here, good, explain. Yeah, so that's a, probably a good place to start. Um, The way the format changed from last year, like yeah. I said, last year's a, a traditional contest. Two one-minute runs. You show up in UK. We competed at Rush. It was basic. It was simple. There were three contests. You had King of Bull, King of Park, King of Street... Whatever team hit the highest points in all three yeah. would win the World Cup title. You got know? you. So uh, 2020 comes along, and now we've got the disease. Now we've got these parameters that we have to live by. And so what ScootFest does is they change the the contest uh, to a virtual contest. It's all videoized. Yeah. Each country, um, they actually have a lot more teams this year because last year there were, there were, I don't know, five or three. Three teams last year? Was it just UK, Aussie? Yeah, it was, Europe was, it was. Europe was its an own team. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah. year they split Europe into but it, different yeah, countries. It was, yeah. So, um, it was more like, I feel like, you know, all the years in the past was just Europe. Well, and they and then also it's important to remember that they didn't start doing country versus country till a little bit later. You know, yeah, they didn't do yeah. team captains or anything like that till 2019 or, or, sorry, 18. 18 was the first year. Yeah, yeah. That was the first year where countries got maybe put. Ni- no, sorry, 19 was. 19 was the first year. Yeah, because this will be my second time being captain, and last year was the first. So yeah. so pretty much what you have is you have a lot more groups. You know, you don't have just Because there was like countries. 10 countries, wasn't there? Yes, 10 countries. Each country has 10 riders. So you, and, then, and then you have to judge it so much differently. So not only do you have five times the content... But you have this brand new structure that you've never done before. And we're just going to, you know, thankfully they got the the best judges they could. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully they got, and I think that they found the right placements. Um, but yeah, so that, so the structure of the contest, uh, it, uh, real simple. It's 10 videos from each country. Those 10 videos, they'll find five of the top videos. Like, so like one for street, uh, or two, sorry, two for street, two for park, and then one of the women's videos. Yeah. And of those five, they take those scores, put them together. And then they they uh, find a World Cup champion. Got you. As well as all of those riders competing individually for King of Park, King of Street, and Queen of Park and Street. Got you. So that's kind of like the 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 uh, the structure of the contest this year and how it differed from last year. So you were the team captain of the United States. Yes. And you had a job where you had to pick your team of yeah. riders. So and and I I want to say this too. They they gave me this five uh, or let's see here, maybe maybe one week. Before the due date, you know, I, I heard my wait, wait, first. Wait. So, so you had to pick your team, announce your team, and finish the video within a week. Well, uh, sit, submit my list. You know, Got I had to you. submit because it's a long process. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just go and go, oh, Derek Marr is great. Let's put Derek Marr on. You got to call him and be like, yo, how you feeling? What's going on? Are you in town? Are, are you down to do this? Are you exactly? <laughs> are you up for this? Like, there's yeah. so many different because things. it's not just like a little task. It's not no. just like. Like, oh, yeah, just go do this real quick. It's going to take you a minute. Like, no, it's going to take you a day to two days to three days oh, of, dude. of dedication. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks of hardcore dedication. Okay, you had two weeks to film. Two weeks That's to film. Right. That's the, that, that was the, the date. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it to, to pick the team, right? And so yeah. I want like a month to do this. That's my ideal situation because then I can go look at edits from people and I can see what they're... Because last year was a lot different. Last year I could be like, oh, you're... So, like, uh, Brandon Jones is a great example. Brandon Jones is an absolutely amazing contest rider, right? Yeah. And he is, he's, he's going to do a great job in the videos as well. But if I go, and John Marco as well, I know that we all know that there's some, you know, there was some heat on the, yeah, on the yeah, team yeah. because of this, right? And, but I, what, what I'm thinking is happening is a lot of people aren't realizing the parameters to this specific contest. You don't, it's not what two one-minute runs. It's two weeks of everyday filming trying yeah. to make a... a visually uh, appealing masterpiece you know not not the most difficult you're, thing you you're can do. creating an object not putting on a performance exactly it's exactly what it is yeah and that object is long lasting yeah it's not, yeah it's not two 200 people get to see it and then it stays in their head you know and then everyone else that experiences it is on a live stream and it's just running around you know this yeah, is like, yeah this, this is, is like filming editing like what software what editing software are you going to use what camera are you going to use what film are you going to use what lot, tricks are you going to yeah, choose yeah so oh my gosh so, so that so bringing it back to Brandon Jones and, and John Mark is a similar scenario you know so i so i know where these guys come from i know what So who parks. is Brandon Jones? Brandon Jones is over on the east coast i i, I can't Was he upset at you? He no he couldn't be he he's such a such a great guy he he wouldn't actually be upset but i could tell that there was some 
he was curious. He was very curious because I had him on the team last year, and this year I had to be straight up with him. And I was like, listen, man, you know, I don't really think that this contest is going to be great for you just because I'm thinking in my head that he's going to film in an indoor skate park. You yeah. know, there's going to be the the lighting that's, that is lighting change, is going to be tough be gray in the background and it's not it's not going to give the video that like outdoor bright yeah. shine yeah, yeah, vibe yeah. that 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 we want to see you know that long lasting um it, like piece you know it's a piece of content that's going to last forever and we want to make sure that that's aesthetically pleasing you know yeah not skill based that's not what this so contest when is. you were picking the team you had to basically not necessarily pick the best raw no, riders. No, exactly. you had to you had to pick the riders you thought would make the object the best. Exactly, that is exactly what what you just nailed the head right on the head, like straight up. That's exactly what's going Got on. Got you. And then what happened is there was riders that saw their personal skill, and then then and and their self image, and they yeah. tied that into basically like, oh, Chris didn't want to pick me because because he's jealous of my riding abilities or whatever, but it's re- it wasn't because of their riding abilities. It wasn't because of their personality. It wasn't, no, it no. was because of how well they've demonstrated in the past, making objects similar to what you needed. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly the yeah. the homework that I did. You know, I went on, I went on YouTube for every one of these riders and I looked at what have they done in the past? Yeah. What, what filmer do they normally use? Do they have a filmer that they can collaborate with on a emotional level and the filmer will be able to encourage them and, have trick input and, and ideas to complement video structure and and angles to music and things like that. Yeah. And so these are things that I'm looking at. I'm not looking at how many whips can you do or how many tricks in the air can you do. So so who was your team? So I had, um, let me see if I can get them all. For street, I had Jake Swanson, uh, Austin Coates, Derek Marr, or sorry, uh, uh, Reese Dozma, Devin Sadlowski. Derek Marr was going to do street, but as we went through the yeah, two-week yeah. process we figured out where we realized that it was a lot more difficult than we thought and i was going to do street as well as park and we ended up just using derek for park because because we needed another park video um so it was a little bit more difficult than we thought but that was the street team park team we had derek marr myself uh nate pena we had uh, cody flom right yeah and there's your park team then you had uh becca ortiz and delaney ball for the women's you yeah. know portion of the contest so four park, four street, two women's is pretty much how the structure was. And I, I really like how you say it's an it's an object. You know, it's a it's this is a a, a lasting object of so so the reason I say that is because when I went into it, I, I was two there were two things voices in my head. One voice was get all the skill. Go out and grab all yeah. the skill that's out there, you know, and then just let that be the the deciding factor on who's who. Then there was this other voice that was like, okay, you've got what? couple hundred million people in america yeah every single one of those people want to see great expression of american culture yeah 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 scooter riding how america has changed scooter riding blah 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 blah. and one thing i've realized throughout this whole process is the best like the most skilled riders that do all the they're not the people that understand the community the community riders are the ones that are out in the cut they're out there like yelling at their filmer getting in fights because they're like no i want to do it like this and the filmer's like no listen to me do it like this because that's going to make the video complement the song complement the whole project yeah yeah you know the skill writers thinking the skill writers are thinking very small like this and 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 you have to on those tricks yes that's the that's the that's the that's the catch that's the the catch like 22 to this is like is like the whole mindset is like like and this is so interesting okay Sorry to break please, away for a second. Yeah, no, please. I my favorite thing to do is is to watch so how somebody scooters because if you watch how they scooter, you can understand how they think about everything in their life. I agree with that. And and if you if you watch like the people who whip really fast and like do the tricks like really really quick, it's like they run through things in their mind fast, very quickly. And yes. and then it's like if you see somebody who's a little bit more slow and steezy mm-hmm. with their riding, they're a little bit slower and steezier with their thoughts. And what I mean by that is like they think things through a little bit more. They, they take that extra little second. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And, and it's fascinating to me because it's like, it makes perfect sense. It's like, it's like the reason that they're so good at what they do is because they have that mindset and they're able to whip their scooter. But that mindset prohibits them from, from seeing the bigger picture yes. because if they were able to see the bigger picture, they weren't able to do those yeah. little oh dude it's what it comes down to so is a lack of empathy yeah you know they can't imagine what it would be like for all these thousands of people watching them 
You know, it's more so what am I doing? You know, yeah, that's the yeah. champ the champion's mindset. How to become a champion. It's very self, it's it's all about you. It's all about what are what is what's a list of things that I can do to increase my chances of winning? Yeah. You know, that's a champion's mindset. Everything that I can everything that I can do to increase my, my chances of winning, I'm gonna do that, right? So so let me ask you, because I feel like you have a real winner's mindset. And 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 what I mean by that is like like y- you you go into competitions and 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 you aren't looking at fifth place, sixth no. place. Like no. like you, when you go into a contest, you're gonna be I would say disappointed if you don't win. And, 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 and not like a pouty disappointment, not like you're going to throw a fit or nothing, I've but been like, there before too, man, but, but, I've like, been there before. but like, you're not going to be, you're not going to feel 100% stoked about yourself. No. And that's why I say it's a bad process mindset. So, so like, what, like, what do you think about? Cause I hear this common phrase. I see this post around social media. Sometimes it's like winners think about winning losers think about are like losers are like scared to win or something like that. It's, it's basically like, like, what do you think about going into these comps? What do you think about like when you're going into like, what's your mindset? Are you like, I'm so fascinated. Like, I'm so curious. Well, like, dude, raw, I, like, if I'm going to be honest, I don't see anything other than first, you know? Yeah. And, and, and what I say, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about before with the, with me realizing that that might be a bit of a toxic mindset, mm-hmm. you know, because what I'm, what I realized is I was trying to validate myself through other people's yeah, opinions yeah. of me. And I thought as long as I'm number one, Everyone else is thinking of me as number one. Therefore, I am. Therefore, I am the best that I could be. You know, which mm-hmm. is so to- totally not true. You know that you can't base your your per- like your moral code off of a contest, right? Yeah. So you get so so you kind of have like these dilemmas of of am I gonna is my thought process gonna affect my standings? Because if it is, I'm gonna change my thought process because the only thing I want is first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you take this other rider. You take the Tristan Andermans of the world or the Angus Hugheses. You know, the riders that aren't there to do whatever it takes and, you know, burn as many bridges as they can to win, you know, but instead they're out there making relationships. They're yeah. out there talking to company owners and no matter what placing they, they come at, come out on, they're always posting, thank you so much to Action Space. Yeah, I got yeah. this, whether it be 5th, 6th, 7th, 10th, 40th, whatever, they're still excited because they're, they're in it for the right reasons. They're not there to win. It's not about them. That's what it is. It's not about them. It's about got more. You. It's a bigger idea than them. And that's, so bring it back to Scoot Fest, right? But would you say that you have that mindset though? Because I I'm feel wor- like I'm working on it. Because I feel like when I see you at competitions, like I think I know you well enough. Like you're not really trying to talk to anyone. No, you're trying no. to you're you're headphoned up. Exactly. Be, like you have a you have a hooded sweatshirt. Yes. On. You have the yes. hood on. You have a beanie on. You're just like you're just in your little zone. Like yeah, dude. Like, like, and it feels great. It makes me feel like I'm like some GI Joe or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it's all about me. It's not about you. the the scooter community. Yeah, yeah. So this is something that I'm realizing within the past year, maybe two years, of what is a proper mindset to have in scootering. Is it is it good to think that to only think about myself and to only be like, well, if I can't go compete at that contest, it must be because that person, you know, didn't cho- didn't choose me because they hate me. You know. Yeah. Because now it's everything's about me, right? Well, yeah. it's like well, there, there's like 500 other reasons that it could be. So let's let's in you know look at these reasons before we come up with like our own our own ideas of what's going on. I've noticed this in myself, man. I've noticed this in myself. I show yeah. up to a contest. I shit on people. I'm like I'm an asshole sometimes, and I hate it. Like I got busted last year at Scoot Fest for yelling at some kid because I've got like two minutes to get my run down. I'm not thinking about everyone else's feelings, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'm like, yo, get out of the way, or whatever. Might have cussed at him or something like that. And of, of course, it's not a good thing to do, and I feel bad about it, and it's like not good, yeah. you know. But at the same time, in my head, I'm not thinking about this kid. Yeah, I'm thinking about myself. So that's the mindset that like we're trying to, or, or I'm trying to to like fix right now, which is make it about the industry, don't make it about myself. Community. Community. Sorry, make it about community. Make not it about industry. the community. So that's why. To tie it up, that's why Screwfest was so hard this year because I had a lot of people coming at to me making it about themselves, and I'm just gonna say it straight up. John Marco came to me on on a full on pub, public scale, you know, publishing yeah. a full. Yeah. So so let's 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 specifically talk about that because we kind of we've yeah. kind of beaten around the bush a little exactly. bit. Exactly. John Marco called you out for not choosing you on the team, and 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 I felt like like I just want to hear it from your your end because you made your little you made an, a little IGTV video. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get into this as quick as I can. Oh, so I get, dude, <laughs> and get out and get out get the hell out of there. So I want I want to hear the extended version of that Instagram video. Like, yeah, no so, worries, dude. I, okay, so that video yeah. I was bummed, bro. Yeah, that was not fun to deal with. As much as as much of a face of a happy face I had in that video, man, it was not fun to be was ragged on from all these people. No, no, no. That that <laughs> that was probably probably filmed forty of those. 
I'm okay. not going to lie. Probably 40 of them. Because I care, man. Yeah. I don't want people out here talking well, shit I, on me. That's why I asked. Is like if, it, if this was just some like easy thought out thing, then you would be able to do it first tee. But it, exactly. But if it, if it was something you're just like, God. Or, or even I was <laughs> thinking also like hop on a live stream. You yeah. Know? Like would he be down to do a live stream with me? And then we could talk face to face how it should be done. Right. Yeah. But the way it all started is... I woke up, right, yeah. and I had chosen the team. I'd, I'd already chosen the team, submitted the list. List was posted. Upon publication of the list, I wake up to John Marco's post, you know, which is... Or kids tagging you in it. Kids, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, it that's had, how I always it had already, <laughs> And it comes, dude, it comes back to this... Okay, so you watched Joe Rogan ever? Oh, yeah. Dude, Joe Rogan did a podcast with this guy who made The Social Dilemma. He yeah. did a podcast with that guy. And that guy talks about the algorithm of social media platforms and how they don't care. They don't give two shits about whether or not the material is healthy or unhealthy for human. Well, they don't care. They, it, all they want is engagement. for the longest exactly. engagement, yeah. So I saw that firsthand in this whole thing. Because you, you get John Mark who's like, he's just a kid, man. That's why I stayed super far out of it. I don't want to come in here. I'm 22. I've been in this forever. I'm not going to come out here and be like, let's sit down and have a, how do you feel, you know? It's like, yeah. dude, you just came out here and yelled at, at everybody for a second and now we're pick, it's like running through your house, you know, a kid running yeah, through his house, yeah, yeah. knocking stuff over and now we got to come up and pick up, pick up behind him. So I'm kind of just like, okay, I have no idea what's going on. You never talked to me. We never had any back and forth. And now I get to see what the algorithm does. And then you have people commenting like, like Chris SMH. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Chris Unflaris. And, and I stayed pretty out of it because I just didn't want it to Chris damage my head. But, dude, the, That one's really funny. The, I want to give that one to them. That's funny. We can start. There's a hashtag. There's a hashtag, and there's like 40 pictures on it. Like, hey, so you should start a repost page called Chris Unfairson. Un hashtag Chris Unfairson to be featured. Oh my gosh! And the amount of people that did it, and it all comes back to the algorithm. It's not. It's yeah, not yeah. refined. You know, it's not buttoned up. It's not. Let's let's get on the drawing board. Write this out and see what happens. You know, it's it's how do I feel? Let's act on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not, let's talk to Chris and see where his head was at. And so I want to say this real quick because this will kind of tie it all together. Um, so John Marco came out and he said that the reason why I didn't choose him is because of a, of a scoring system, right? Yeah. And, 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 and basically saying, I don't want him to get more points I was actually than I do curious scoring about that too, So the whole, the whole thing about this, this uh, argument is I, I chose this team. Team was chosen and submitted before I heard the first thing about the scoring system. Got it. So Hunter comes up to me at Action Space, starts talking to me about the scoring system. They might have sent me an email beforehand. I hadn't seen it. So I so I start to hear from Hunter Shoots about this this new scoring system. At that time, that day, I had submitted the list. On that day. And then and then everyone starts freaking out and they're like, oh, well, it's because of this and this. And I'm like, well, remember a second ago I said that I was faced with those two things, whether it be skill or expression of culture. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna go with this one. I'm not going to go with talent who. or object making a material. <laughs> exactly. Literally thinking in my head, I'd rather lose the contest and have great videos that are, yeah. that are pleasing to watch than win the contest. The opposite mindset of what I'm literally the opposite of what I'm trying to do. And dude, how weird we won everything that is. Yeah. You know, it turned, it turned out that everyone wanted to see that they wanted to see that, that expression of cult. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Team USA, Team baby. USA, dog. <laughs> regardless, regardless the heat that get that gets put on it. Uh, USA pulled through, and I'm ashamed of all those little kids out there that said, screw USA, I'm not rooting for you guys. Like, how dare you, man? Like, how dare you yeah, do we're that in pieces right now. We don't really have a president, but like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but hey. To be honest, okay, benefit of the doubt, there's a lot going on in the world right now. We can afford to have a few uncertain kids with their keyboard warrior opinions, so I'm not too, uh, too bothered My mom about says it. she hates America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but why? What's the what's the point here? Chris Unferris. Oh, Chris Unferris. The whole the whole country. My goodness. So that's like so that's the overview, you know, of the Scoot Fest rant and the beef between John Marco and I. There was not beef before this. We've tagged each other. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. had small little things like he like we like he did my trick or posted it and said it was easy and that he could add to it things like this like little small. Oh, tags. that was my favorite thing is when. He posted the Ferris wheel onto the airbag, and he was like, "What should I add to this?" <laughs> and literally, all you said was a landing. <laughs> That's and then that was like it turned into this, like, and then it turned into this whole scoop yeah. fest thing. And I was thinking, I bet like, that's like the original I, spark. It, I I truly think it was. And I okay, all, honestly, I think that it might be. I feel like the household that he's in 
really, really has a lot of pride about who John yes, Marco absolutely. is. And absolutely. that's not a bad thing no, whatsoever. If I anything, think it's a great thing. I think that's I, I, I think if the Marco family is watching this, like that's that's a great that's a great thing to have, like to support John so much and what he loves to do. Like that's great. great. But I feel like I feel like when something like this comes up and all, not all the details get spread yeah. in a family like that, it'd be really easy to to like to like get the whole family riled up and basically, and that's John's energy. You yes, know what I'm trying exactly. to say? That's no, no. the energy John. So for him to feel like it in a really clouded mindset, and he also has pressure because he has to feel like he has to uphold world mm-hmm. title number mm-hmm. one. So yep, he's yep. feeling all of these pressures. Exactly. So then he kind of popped, which is like very understandable. It, totally understandable. It's Absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I would almost put myself in that same circumstance. Yeah. Like if I was in his shoes, like I get it. Especially if you're world champ. Exactly. If you're world champ, you have this mindset of like. And you would know that better than I would. Well, it's the same concept, whether it be in contests or on social media or in a, whether, whether, whatever the industry is, it's the same, it's the same concept. So it it really comes down to a perception of where's it coming from? You know, where's this coming from? Is this, is this from a place of community growth? Is this from a place of, okay, we really think that Chris Ferris is acting uh, uh, like like selfish, like doing things selfishly, and it's affecting the community in a bad way. Not affecting me in a bad way. Yeah. Affecting the community in a bad way. Now let's all step up and do something. If it was like that, I'd be more than okay with it. But yeah. because it's from this, um, it's almost more of an entitlement thing in my. And I I don't want to drag you into yeah, anything because yeah, no, you're, no, you're you're probably great friends with John. You're not yeah, out yeah. here no. trying to bag on him, but I'm out here trying to tell the the community what's I don't, going on. I don't on. think that you had any ill intentions, and I think that he. Got it twisted. You no, did, it, it and I'm and just trying also, to clear the air right now. <laughs> and I appreciate that because I didn't have a, I didn't have a say so in this. Yeah. I woke up, I saw the post. There's, there was no back and forth between him and I. And when I said that in my video, I said there was no, there's no information. How are you guys gonna follow this if there was nothing said and done? He says, oh well, I tagged you in a comment. Yeah. I, I tagged you in a comment, and I was expecting you to DM. Oh, it's like, oh, so I'm supposed to DM you, and I'm oh, supposed to explain yeah. myself to you. You know, it's like I'm the, I'm the captain of the team. I chose the team because of a reason of a structure. You know. And now you're pretending to know my structure, my plan. It's the runner chaser game. It's well said. Um, all right. So, so Scoofest was not the only contest that you were in this year. You no. were also a part of an action space comp. And I was actually um, lucky enough to hear about some of it from Clayton because Clayton actually went out to California and competed in this online competition. But no one has really seen anything from it. And I don't know. Just like, explain to me what that competition was like versus the Scoot Fest one. What, what was that? Yeah, no, totally. Um, they both followed a similar structure of no crowd, you know? So yeah, that yeah. was the main thing. But it was at a set place. Yeah, unlike... so that's why it was different. Exactly. Got you, okay. So, so uh, Action Space was a lot more traditional. You had two one-minute runs. Yeah, yeah. If there was a crowd there, it wouldn't have been any different than the other contests they've hosted or like 2019 Action Space. Um, but they had video rise. So they put a lot of money into production value and film crews to make sure that the, the contest was filmed properly. You know, it's not, it's not just a live stream now. It's like this full on like double a video, like just really nice quality, (laughs) quality content. It's a, it's a a movie now. It's not, it's not a live premiere. It's going to go into the theater and we're going to watch it in the theater or something. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but, but it was a traditional contest. You did have two, one minute run or, or sorry, you actually had four one. Oh, also when is this going to air? Friday. So then I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it pretty basic because I don't know I don't want to talk about what their their uh, uh, this contest too much about it because they're gonna release it if they do release it if they do release if they it. do release it and I'm not out here bagging on Action Space yeah, we yeah. neither of us are no, no, we're no, just we're confused just trying to conf- we're just confused yeah. like what's going on because they're not really telling anyone mm-hmm. anything all everything we, all- is kind of just a secret and and I feel like. There's there's allegedly been things said back and forth, but like at the end of the day, like we there's nothing to verify or unverify. Mm-mm. There's nothing. So the, we don't even really care. No, yeah. The writers shouldn't really care that much. Even if any if something bad were to happen, it wouldn't come back on them. Yeah, you know it might affect it's the industry just, a little bit. But. It's no, no, but it, it's it's the it's the industry thing again. Mm-hmm. I feel like Action Space is doing so much stuff to try to boost the community, and. And I feel like more industry. I feel like they're say? trying to boost the, but they're trying to tag the the community along with the industry gains. Yeah, and but but and I feel like that sounds dangerous, nice, dangerous. But but yeah. they are not they're not doing it in a way that's that's transparent to the mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. and that's why the community is being is feeling like well, like, there's not much trust right now. There's not a lot and, of and trust. And a lot yeah. of that might be a result of of maybe Scooter Brad or a couple of people coming out here and social platforms. Let's yeah, say that. social platforms putting out that 
not even not even necessarily opinional pieces but yeah. just look at what we found like like look at what we found things that we haven't haven't been explained yet that should probably it's be explained just, there's so many things that 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 have all compiled up about action space that are just very odd yes and yes. and they're they're just things that I feel like people are starting to take notice of because of just their pure nature. Like, I can't remember the last time that I've thought about like the in depth of like flavor scooters. Like, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I just haven't cared because they've been like I, I just picked a completely random no, brand. No, no, I haven't I get thought where you're of coming from. And it, but it's just like it's like I don't I don't think about like like what they're doing on the back end of things because they've been clean about all their stuff you know yeah. they, they haven't had there hasn't been any weird scenarios where people where things have been brought up but there's been so many weird scenarios yes. with action yes. space like so many and the transparency is what it comes back and, to. and it all comes down to like lack of transparency yeah. and and i i think i i hope i genuinely hope their intentions are yeah, good yeah yeah and they very well most likely are i mean we yeah. both know hunter and dakota we know that but the thing about hunt, great people but the thing about hunter and coda i feel like on a personal level, so we, were, we were talking about I was talking about a second ago, um, how people's writing reflects their personalities. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like their writing is kind of secretive in a sense. I get you. Like, like even when they are at a contest, they always feel like they're they're they like they have something to say, but they're not saying it or mm-hmm. something like that. Like okay. they they're very like they're very like just almost like passive. They're very passive, yeah. and I feel like maybe that's the way they're trying to run the company. But I, but I feel like scooter community demands transparency. Yes. Oh, be- dude! Because it's a passion based thing, and it's something. It's like this is what people do for fun. This is what people like choose to spend their time to do. They're not doing this because they they have to. They're trying to make a buck. If they, dude, if all of this weird stuff was happening and it wasn't a, a passion based thing, like nobody would care. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? But it's like the fact that people care so much about scootering. It is the fact that people are so curious about how things are developing in scootering because all those developments affect them on a personal on per- level. Exactly. Directly. Yeah. Yeah. Every decision that's made in the industry. So that's why clarity is so important. And and we're not seeing a lot of it. That's yeah. kind of what that's kind of what, what we're seeing is we're not seeing a whole lot of willingness to answer questions or willingness to uh, ex- not expose is the wrong word, but just just show the company, what show I, what's going on what behind just, the scenes. What I thought was so odd is their whole variety of Instagram accounts that that they they publicly said mm-hmm. were bought accounts that had been transitioned into action space comp, like action space things. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, what they're trying to do is 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 basically like have this whole like collection of brands or like. I wouldn't even call them brands. They're more just like repost pages for these different yeah, activities. Yeah. I don't exactly know what to characterize them. They're kind of just social media ploys. It's a, it's a confusing concept to, and, to repost people that aren't necessarily involved with the team or have contacts or things like that. And I feel like it's one thing. Like when I when me and Clayton run on Dialed, it's like me and Clayton are so involved in the in the scene that like that like we we're I feel like we're a part of it and we're we're contributing to it but i i don't know if these i don't know if these pages are contributing to any yeah, of the yeah. sports i think that they're just maybe adding on to the sports yeah. from an engagement and, perspective uh, they yeah, are yeah yeah and only that we we don't see a direct but response it, from the community or anything but like the that. the real question is why What's why do point? you have the, the yeah, all these fake yeah, accounts why a, why do you yeah. have all of this stuff like if, if you really like was this is all passion based this is yeah. all passion driven then you would obviously want to build a page up from zero because then all of them would be authentic followers that really care about your stuff and if you're really trying to create an authentic audience then that's what you want to do otherwise you're just caring about other people's opinions and you're trying to Remember what we were talking about earlier with the contest? You're trying to go through that door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once you get through that door, everything will be like fine. Then we're good. And the, the the followers, and I I mentioned that with the followers and the numbers, they're they're literally just playing that same game. Yeah. And it's like it's like if you guys genuinely didn't care about about like the numbers and, and if it really was genuine, then then you would have a low following, at least for a little bit. I'm I'm sure I'm one hundred percent certain everyone you can, does. You can gain it, but it's like you can't cheat that. Mm-mm. It's like you can't you, and, and 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 you can, you know, you, you can, but you, you can't can. do it with with that reputation that you want. You know, you can't yeah, do it and yeah. have that 
that reputation of because followers are a number, but credibility oh. is this is this ever changing thing. Also, you're fighting for it all and, the time, and it's so much harder to get a good credibility, and it can shatter so fast, mm-hmm. shatter so fast. Oh, dude, a one post is all it takes for yeah. everyone to hate you. I was like, they don't need it, to know the truth. I always just... think about it like all it would take is just like. Like, this is kind of, like, morbid. But, like, if you posted a picture of, like, a brutally murdered dead animal, like, you know how much, like, people would, like, hate you? Oh, okay. Like, but, and you'd be yeah. canceled. Like, that would be it. Yeah, and, yeah. But but it's, like, if you think about, like, your entire career led up to this one Instagram photo. Yeah. It's, like. That Instagram photo would and, kill your whole career. And then it's, like, you talk about the comp run being the entire reflection of you. It's, like, that those, that collection of pixels is yeah. that. Is that is oh, that, interesting. I do see where you're coming from. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And it's, no, like. True. It's, it's the, what I'm trying to say is how fast reputations can be shattered because mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's so interesting and it's important to, to hold it yeah to hold it up throughout the company's existence yeah and I and I want to say right now as well uh, it's important I really respect what you said earlier you said we don't know you know we can we can we hope don't know the best, you know what I'm trying to say but we don't know and history does give us a bit of an understanding we can look at we can look at the patterns we can look at surrounding it we can look at the pattern surrounding it and try to guess what the pattern that it actually will, is what it will be exactly predict the future yeah. based on the past yeah and 2019 was great man I'm not gonna lie we're out here to be honest right so 100%. last year, 2019, I did not think the contest was going to run great. I was like, oh, no, that contest things was sick. seem a little bit fast. They seem like they're running through things. I don't know if this is going to be a great contest. These are, these are my thoughts leading up to it. I don't know any information, right? Yeah. Same way, same we are right now, right now. But this contest, best contest I've ever seen in scootering. 2019 Action Space, best contest I've ever seen in scootering. Yeah, that contest, dude, the breakfast. Oh my goodness, dude! <laughs> Catering on round the clock. Yeah, no, that was so dude, good. Dude, freaking light shows and fireworks and five star hotels. Dude, action fans killed it on they that one. They killed it. They, they really made did. us feel like football stars. Like literally, Coda took the vision that he had in his head of what he would have wanted. Yeah. You know, when he was when he was all star and when he was the best. What he wanted, what he, what the level of competition that he wanted, he gave to us. Oh yeah. So we, all the riders look at that, and we, we can respect that, right? You know what the thing is though is like I, I feel like all of the riders and everyone that was at the competition agree that was what we needed. That was the end goal. What I was trying to say earlier, mm-hmm. but like he took his own path there. Can you imagine how much stronger his road would have been if the entire community was with him? Yeah. No, I get you. As opposed to just like grabbing onto the car because it's like it's like i don't think anyone has any animosity like towards him it's just Mm-mm. like there needs to just be more transparency like, that's all it comes down to it's, yeah. that's really it though and it, and it just makes us feel a little yeah off put because you know? it's like, this is our passion exactly and that's the only reason that we're like this exactly if this was if this was a, a, about our, our go like i don't know if it was like a relationship or something, you yeah, know. I mean, I feel like I feel like we care. If this was our work, if this mm-hmm. was a, imagine go. working a job that you hate. Fortunately, we we have the best jobs in the world. Exactly. But like, imagine if you worked a job that you hated, and and like like I don't care. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. I just want to go home. But like, when you're home, this is your passion. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to say? It's exactly. like that's why we care so much. Hey, that's why we're out here asking <laughs> these questions. Yeah. Because we feel a little bit like we just don't know. We just don't know what's going on. We don't. Well, actually, yeah. So, action space went went fine. The contest that I compete, the twenty twenty one, went fine. Yeah. You know, there was some hiccups, of course, just like every contest has, but it went fine. And uh, we we have new information that I won't get into. the The whole community has new information, and we're gonna wait to see a couple more days at least to see how that pans out. But we'll see if we even see a two thousand twenty. Uh, yeah, action let's. Space. Well, I, I hope. I hope you know so what I'm too. To say like I genuinely I really hope, and I and I just hope that like the whole community. And industry can all work together to make it great. Come together. Exactly. Let's all come together. Let's and it's I'm 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 the first to say it. I've had that mindset. It's all about me, right? I feel like what it really needs to happen first is Park and Street need to stop being labeled as two separate things. And yeah. we need to come together within our industry with labels. And we need to come together in an industry on a lot of things before those major steps will happen. Yeah. I feel like we could go on and on and on talking oh, about that. all day long. <laughs> all day long. But, and that's but, just the two main ones. You've got man, you've got dude, flat, you've got tech, you've got all the other things, right? Yeah. But is there anything else that you want to you wanna add from Scoot Fest or Action Space or? I don't think so. I think we touched everything that we needed to. Um, I, I do feel a need to, I don't know if apologize is the right word, but show consideration to the East Coast, the park East Coast riders. Yeah. Because I did choose Californian riders. And that was based off of the contest. You know, I want bright sun in the background. I want palm trees. I want aesthetically pleasing content, you know? 
And I and, and, and if it all kind of match each other too, match each other. Also, same filmer. You know, yeah, I had, yeah. I had Hammy uh, John Hamrick film quite a few of those edits, and he was able to link them all up. You know, but after that, I realized because you because you don't learn these things without mistake doing mistakes on them, right? Yeah. I realize now that maybe it would have been better to not think so much of what's going to get me the best result. Maybe it would have just been better to be like, okay, regardless, like let's not do what's best. Let's not try and win. Let's not try and do what I think is the best thing. Let's just make it fair. Let's just yeah, do yeah. geographical fairness across the whole board and see whatever happens just so everyone doesn't get mad at me. No, yeah. You know? So so I don't know if 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 it was right or wrong or or what really, but I do feel that um an importance to, to address the East Coast guys. Because if I was one of those if I was one if I was on that side New Jersey has pumped out some fucking crazy scooter riders, dog. Mint. Mint riders, dude. Dylan Morrison, John Marco, <laughs> Justin Phillips. Dude, they're insane riders, Dog, man. Like <laughs> they're absolutely insane. But when you start getting into that 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 trust, you know, yeah. you can't the, the reliability and connect connectability or connection just isn't there. When you start throwing invitations overseas or not overseas, but over the over the country, it's like what what camera are you using? You know, what lens is the lens good? Do you have, do you have does the lens match the camera? Do you have a filmer that knows what he's doing? Do you have a person, a song that's not going to get copyrighted? All those things are what matter, not how many whips can you do. Yeah. So that's kind of the reasoning as to why I kept it with mainly pe- like uh, uh, people that I know personally, people that I can uh, have input on the, on the videos, watch the general structure, you know, from beginning to end. So that's kind of like the this, the last thing I want to touch on Scoot Fest because those East Coast boys are insane and I want them to know that. Um, action Space, last thing I want to say is we don't know. You know, yeah. Action Space could be out here doing... The best yeah, things for the we, sport. It, they really could. We just got to play the fourth dimension, play time. Play the fourth, and then stay together, like <laughs> yeah. you said. You know, because if it, if they do tank, or if they do all of a sudden come out with something else, you know, some other pers- some other reason, some other agenda, then as long as we stay together, it's not going to affect us. Facts. But if we split apart and half of us go, well, we want to half us go over here, have a, and we split apart, then we're not going to have a, a, a community anymore. Facts. Then the community will separate, so... That's the last thing I have to say about that. All right, Chris, I got one final question for you. Give it to me. How many whips can you do? How many whips can I do or how many whips have I done? Both. Okay. If I... If, okay. I'm talking, I'm talking oh like... Oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> You pick one box jump. Okay, Woodward West. Say Woodward West yeah, box, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> I could do... I could do five whips first try. You know, I could five, do that. Okay. Okay. Six whips would take me three, three tries. Anything above that might take me five to ten tries. What's the most you've ever done? I've only ever done six. I no? think six. You haven't done only, seven? No, I don't think I've done seven. What? I think six is the only is, is the, the highest amount of whips I've ever done. And I did it over like a concrete, tiny little like hip thing where you like you know when you know when you don't have enough time to land, you're yeah, just yeah. trying to get as much height. <laughs> so you bend your knees all the way up to try and get as much little extra space Wait as a possible. Second. That's how you do it? No, no, of course not. Of course not. You got a lot more to bend. That's, you could actually get a lot higher than yeah. the rest of us. Yo, will you jump five feet? No, I just sucked up. <laughs> You're like my muscles just compressed up. So, oh man. Okay, well, how many whips can you do, boss? Dude, I've done. Got. I've done four all together. Most I've ever done is four. I did it fly out at my local. Yes. Same day I learned triple bar spins, and I've never done fours after, after, after that. that. You never did another fourth, right? No, Dude. I've done triple whips and triple heels, though. Okay. And my next one that I want to get is quad heel. Quad heel. And after I get quad heel, you'll probably never do it again. I'll probably. I think I might want to do think? five one time. Why Qu- not? Quint heel? No, quit whip. Quint whip. Okay. Quint whip. Yeah, yeah. Whip. I was gonna say. You know, next time we're at some resi. Yep. And you know, I, you and I are there. Yep. I'll try five whips. I'll try it with you. To be honest, that sounds scary. <laughs> Even does, right now, that does, sounds scary. Does, dude, Gosh. Oh. Maybe I'm, maybe we're plateauing, man. Maybe we're maybe we're hitting like a plateau or something. When five there's, whips sounds scary. There's kids watching this right now. Like, I can do eight at my local. <laughs> dude, that's another thing. Is a lot of people think that this conversation right here is like professional worth like it shows our worth and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. watch this fool hit a <laughs> front really, 50 yeah. all the way through the kink and around the pocket you know but it's like no you can't do quint whip first try <laughs> yeah. so you can't be a professional rider or something you know it's funny last last little thing is but like tricks are that little doorway too that we were talking about you know what i mean that yeah, you like yeah. that you get through that doorway and everything is great it's you exactly that way that i'm sure oh, yeah. I'm sure that was with five flares for you i was there so many other- once you open that door it's like and everyone has it it's like a tail whip is literally 
I think the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, regardless what level the trick is. Except I feel like that actually does open up doors. Like, cause oh, once true. You learn, no, it, it does. You're right. Yeah, that's not just a fake thing. Because it like, connects to every trick. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tricks are just an ecosystem that all connect. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? It, it really the, the, is. The, uh, what's it, what is the Lion King process of life? Or, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's he called? What does he say? The circle of life. Circle of life. Circle Thank of you, life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, circle of life is where we're going to leave this off. <laughs> Sounds about right to me, to be honest. It's a good period. <laughs> for real. But anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been a wonderful podcast. Uh, we have a drop coming on December 5th, so look out for that. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy it. And this has been Chris Ferris and your boy Will and your boy Clayton behind the mic. Hello. So, uh, thank you so much, by the way, for having me, McMahon. And uh, Clayton as well. Thanks for keeping the, keeping the audio nice and uh, crisp. It's been super crispy. But anyway, guys. It. Peace out. Have a good one.